Welcome to the Align Podcast. I'm your host, Brianna, the owner and founder of Align Consulting. This podcast was created as an avenue to dive deeper into topics that help align core values and how to pursue things that serve you, how to create or expand your current network, and receive new ideas to create a paradigm shift in your thought processes. I have intentionally made the length of these to be around 10 minutes, the time it takes to commute to your favorite coffee shop, or brush your teeth and get dressed for the day, hopefully without interruption. Short and sweet, take something to move along your day with. Our topic for today is if you don't ask, the answer is always no. And we are going to quickly break down what I mean by that by first addressing how to even get to the ask. I have been in sales for as long as I have memory of my childhood. I can remember my best friend and I creating a lemonade stand and sitting out in the hot sun for hours on end, waiting for a friendly face or a pitying neighbor to drive by and make a donation to our efforts. Every time a car would start to approach, we would jump out of our lawn chairs and smile and wave to attract the attention of the passerby. I'm not quite sure how I remember this, but one day we ended up making in the vicinity of $30 in one afternoon and split the profits. With no overhead, thanks to the generosity of our parents' food pantry for supplies, we were each able to walk away with a profit of $15 each, and this was in the 80s. So I'm dating myself. Around the fifth grade, we had a basic home economics class where we learned to make small pillows by taking two pieces of fabric, stuffing them with cotton, turning them inside out, and then sewing the edges together. So I had gotten an idea that I could market these. And so I created a hand-drawn catalog. And for some of you, you don't even know what a catalog is. (laughs) But I would go door to door in my neighborhood and I'd take orders for these personalized handmade pillows that I would customize using puffy paints. Again, most of you listening to this right now have no idea what I'm even talking about. But hopefully what you're getting is the vision for my taste of entrepreneurship at a young age. I received a few orders, fulfilled them, and delivered them in a timely manner. I was so excited to be making money from something I created. Aside from some standard and regular babysitting gigs, I started waiting tables at the age of 14 for a local family-owned breakfast and lunch restaurant. I had built up some confidence in speaking with adults from my babysitting days, but I hadn't done much interacting with complete strangers. One of the greatest lessons I learned was the art of the 30-second first impression. You only get one chance to make a good first impression, but how you converse beyond that is established through relationship building. I also learned important life lessons such as mirroring your guest, how to have a sense of urgency, making eye contact while speaking with people, and taking ownership when I would mess something up. These lessons carried me into another restaurant opportunity down the road where I would eventually train other servers and trainers on appropriate ways to help build their clientele and increase their tips. I've had many other sales roles and careers along the way, which has led me to where I am now, helping others succeed in sales and connecting. I've learned the wrong way to do things by trial and error, and I've also learned the right way to do things through great mentorship. I mentioned in a previous podcast that sales can be one of the most exhilarating careers. You likely can make more money in sales than any other career, and it can offer some of the greatest personal rewards. Depending on your experience with salespeople, that will dictate how you personally feel about sales. 
the good ones you will be likely to talk about, share experiences with your family and friends, offer that person referrals, and more often than not, will have zero to little regret about purchasing with that salesperson. The bad salespeople will leave a bad taste in your mouth. You might even start to categorize salespeople as pushy, annoying, greedy, or just downright rude. Which leads me back to the topic of the conversation, the ask. If you have done your job as a good salesperson, then you have earned the right to ask for the business or referral. So in my opinion, what makes a good salesperson are three things. Number one, they have to be a good listener. They learn to ask better questions and are willing to go on a quick discovery process through them. They listen, gain information, they continue to ask good questions until they have a knowledgeable understanding of what the other party is looking for. Two, they become a consultant. Not only do they ask good questions and gather information, they take that to the next level of advising and consulting through knowledge of their product or service to help solve a problem and provide solutions. The most challenging part of this for inexperienced salespeople is at this point in the conversation, they're only looking to win the business or convince the other party that they are the only solution. The best salespeople become trusted advisors and know when to pivot someone in another direction if they determine that their product or service isn't the right fit. And number three, relationship investors. If the salesperson has one enclosed business, now becomes the step of fostering that relationship. Most often that looks like a timely follow-up, finding different opportunities to enhance the relationship with new products or services, keeping them top of mind and also including personal touches to let them know they are valued as a person, not just what they offer to them financially. Mastering these traits gives you the right to ask. It is just as noble to sell as it is to buy. We've all been in a situation where we're excited to buy something after a great experience. We have also been on the other side where we have felt pressured or had buyer's remorse creating a bad experience. The follow-through from a good consultation can be as simple as an asking as, would you like to purchase this product? Are you interested in taking this home with you today? Would you like to try out this program? Should we go ahead with this agreement or contract? Depending on what you're offering, the ask should be concise and straightforward with the other party completely understanding what they are being offered. They have the right to say yes or no. If the answer is yes, congratulations, you've made a sale. Now the relationship investment begins. If the answer is no, then the relationship building continues. Either way, if you aren't asking for business, the answer will always be no. Give yourself and others an opportunity for a yes. What do you really have to lose? If you have found any of this to be helpful today, I would appreciate if you please give it a share or like on socials. If you know an individual or a small to medium business who would like more consulting on this topic, I'm here to help. I typically find myself in arenas of consulting and helping for client-facing businesses or industries. Maybe they are in a commissionable or a sales role Or perhaps they are in the hospitality industry or something where they're dealing with people on a day-to-day basis, customer service opportunities. So if there is any opportunity for me to help you further on this, I would love to help.
And you can reach me at Brianna at align-consult.com. And you can also find me on socials. Have a great weekend. Thank you.